In this week's episode, we talk about companies doing customizable card game things inside of video games and trying to make those work in ways that they may or may not work. Check it out. This week in our collective heads, wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard, how we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs. Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah. This week in our collective heads. This week in our collective heads. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin, and I'm joined as always by Patrick, the man who is stumped and can't think of anything good to say about me. We're here to give you this week's uh, video game news as we do every Sunday. Um, and then roll it out to podcast services and YouTube on Mondays and various wherever, topics wherever thereafter. Like yeah. yeah. So uh, there, there is a whole crap ton of news this week. Yeah, some and, and, have a little bit, but now this week is too right. much. And, and before we cover that, I would just like to point out, uh-huh. this is Twiatch, episode 90 freaking 9. Yes. This is, this is pretty <laughs> awesome. We've been doing this almost two years. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy um, to our humble beginnings of uh, of a lamp that was in frame during the first episode. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I was like, I really want to get good lighting. Yeah, um, and, and sitting behind a desk that was, like, made for a typewriter. <laughs> so that was fun. Because we wanted but something to put stuff on. Yeah, but I, I think that we've, we've made a lot of, of yeah. strides. And we'll, we'll talk about all this next week when we're actually celebrating a big number yes. and moving into three digits. Yes. And then the week after that, mm-hmm. we get to do our first, uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, 101 is a, it's the same forwards and backwards. Yeah, it's a pan, as in a palindrome. Palindrome, yes. Yep. So, then, so yeah, lots of exciting things in our future and exciting things in video games this week. And we'll start, as we do, yeah. every week that they let us uh, with the backwards compatible games. Yeah, every, so every week, uh, Major Nelson, almost every week, Major Nelson tweets out these new uh, backwards compatible games, meaning old games that now you can play on your Xbox One, which I think is really cool, but no one talks about them, so we do. Yes. Uh, first one was uh, Deadliest Warrior. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I actually, actually saw this show on yeah. Spike, and yeah. and I stopped watching when they did the mob versus the yakuza and put the mob on top. I was like, no, I'm sorry, uh, no, 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 the yakuza <laughs> wins that. Yeah, yeah. And but but yeah. So I'm I'm curious how this yeah. plays out. I don't know anything about gameplay or anything like the anything like that. But I I I do kind of like the premise. Mm. I like the premise because you're putting putting things together that normally you would never see. Yeah. Uh, go against each other. Which I think like for honor school, like for <laughs> honor. Yeah, it's, this this is not going to work, but let's do it anyways. Uh, we also got Disney's Bolt, which mm-hmm. is the uh, Disney movie, which with uh, John Travolta and Miley Cyrus. Yeah, and uh, was that was that the one with the with the hamster? Yep. Yeah, yeah that's the I, only actually, good part of the movie. I actually liked that 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 guy. Like I watched I watched his highlights. Yeah, and yeah. He's one of the only good parts of the movie, and if I'm not mistaken, he's one of the animators as well. Really? It's one of those like situations where he's like, I do voices too, and they threw him in there. Interesting. Yeah. The same thing happened with uh, Hellblade. The the yeah the, I heard about the person that. the person who voices the protagonist for Hellblade is like one of their animators or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, here here sit in this booth, do this voice, yeah. and we'll just kind of get a feel for this, and then they're like, oh. They didn't tell her that they decided to use her as the permanent actress until. Um, it was basically too late. They'd already modeled everything after her, and then they brought in a fitness coach and a nutritionist uh, to get her in shape, the proper shape to uh, do all the rest of the motion capture and everything for the game. Because she was just like, okay, I'm going to do this really good performance, right. but it wasn't and like, oh my, oh, everyone's going to see this now. 
So that's that cool. Really cool for an amateur to be able to give, be given that is really yeah. cool. Uh, we well, also, my, fa my, my third favorite voice in video games yeah. is an amateur. She's only done the Maiden in Black, yep. and uh, she uh, she wasn't she wasn't the the Emerald Herald. It was the uh, the Firekeeper in Dark Souls Three, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the doll. Yeah, exactly. Those those are the only That's three credits she has. She's and done, which I, is I love surprising. Her voice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like her voice. I think part of it is because she's not a that she's not a talented actress. No offense to her. Like they chose her. They, yeah, I mean, it, it, it sets it sets up a certain dynamic yes. and a certain tone that they're going for yes. with the way that you interact with the world, which is consistent across all the various yeah. things. And it works in that. Right. And then the last or the second last one is Fighting Vipers. Yes. So please tell me about Fighting Vipers. So Fighting Vipers was an interesting game. This actually came out. You remember, like in the late '90s, when like the the with the Dodge Viper was like the, uh -huh. the big thing. It was right, a huge right, right. push for the Dodge Viper. Well, so it's it's still it's still pretty it's, high on my it's list. It's still a cool car. Um, so this was uh, this was going to be a tie-in that actually was done through Burger King, okay. uh, where uh, you had different Vipers that you can upgrade, Dodge Vipers, okay. that you can upgrade in different ways, and then they fight in a very, like not like Transformers where they like turn into robots and fight, okay. but like the cars just kind of get up and they have like little tiny legs and they try to fight. Okay, so it's so it's the Daytona car that was in what was that? You know the one I'm talking about? No. There was a fighting game that had a Daytona car. That got up on its rear wheels and beat you up with its wheels. I, I that. swear that's a real yeah. thing. He's talking see, about he's talking about nonsense. He's making <laughs> up a game. But I swear the Daytona car was a real fighter. In I a just game. pictured like little tiny f stick figure, arms and legs, like the animation was I mean, even done. I mean, kind of. But, but yeah, if you if you haven't watched our show before, if we run across a backwards battle game we are not familiar with, we decide to make it up on the fly because some of these games are known, some of them are are, are lesser known uh, games. We want to give them both love. So uh, we also got uh, Batman Arkham Origins, which say what you want about Batman Arkham Origins, I think it's a pretty good game. I think that the biggest the the bad taste it left in some people's mouth is due to uh, the lack of Mark Hamill. We got Troy Baker yeah. uh, who came in to do to the voice of Joker, which I don't and think he, he doesn't he doesn't do he doesn't do exactly Hamill's Joker. He does a version, a version of yes, Hamill's Joker, yes. which is what you should do in that situation. I, and I, I thought it was I thought it was a decent game. I think it, it just left a bad taste in people's mouths because it wasn't because. Um, uh, Arkham City and Arkham or uh, sorry Arkham City and Arkham Asylum were so good that this was just kind of kind of meh. Yeah, yeah that that so, looks so ridiculous. This, this this is I, I have a picture right here. I'm sorry we can't pop it up on screen, but yeah. uh, there there was a Sega Fighter game. So if you if you look up Daytona Sega Fighter, that it it's real. It's apparently on. It's there. a real thing. Uh, another thing that's real uh, onto more video game news though is For Honor. So the For Honor uh, has had a lot of issues with player drop-off and everything and uh, part of that due to how the game is actually set up and what you can what you can and cannot do in the game and the limitations but there was also there was also a substantial mm -hmm. thing like right when it came out um, there there were only like two characters that were really viable because they could uh, stun lock yes the the heavier slower moving characters exactly but this is actually free uh, this weekend um, so if you're watching right now, then it's free. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's not, unfortunately. Um, again, if uh, follow us on, on Twitter, shameless plug. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook for that reason, because some of this news we can't get out to you in a prompt manner. It takes a while to do video game news and to do all this um, 
editing. So I want to make sure you guys uh, stay up to speed. So follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Yes. And in, in a similar vein, uh, Battlefield 1 also moved to EA Access, yeah. which has been a, a really impressive... I've, I've 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 liked the way that they yeah. that they've kind of rolled that out and they've they've kept the games mm-hmm. fresh, and in a fairly timely manner. Battlefield One is still a a fairly new game. That and, is, yeah. And people seem to like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, EA Access keeps on rolling out stuff. Yeah. So. It, which I think this again really helps people who budget wise or time wise they didn't get to play a game because certain you know a lot of games come out all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that I think it's fantastic that this is on EA Access now because EA Access needs more, especially titles like this. This is a yeah. decent this is a relatively new title. Uh, we also got some uh, some news on uh, Shadow of War. And yeah. there, so there was some controversy about uh, microtransactions in the game and the developer saying, we wanted to add ways for people to kind of speed up uh, you know, some of their process, uh, and st- but it, you'd still be able to enjoy the game if you're playing single player without ha- doing this. And uh, the loot boxes that they're referring to uh, on, so it's going to be for the single player game. And I don't, I mean... If it's balanced right, I don't have a problem, too much of a problem with this, because if it's extra yeah. aesthetic things, if it, like, oh, it saves me for grinding out a little bit and gets me a little bit of a level. But, I mean, they can do that in a way that balances out. So, like, let's yeah, say... Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's really going to come down to, to once it actually starts rolling out. Yeah. But um, there is there is the fear that this is something, because uh, when, this, when this first rolled out, um, WB Games... WB Games is kind of hit or miss. Yeah. They're they're not a reliable publisher yet and a lot of times it seems like they don't get games. And so especially PC ports. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but this this does kind of feel particularly w- when it was announced. Yeah. This does feel like it was a command handed down on high onto the developers and totally. made them put this in there. And so I, I don't know how much of a pushback they would be able to do yeah. in order to say, okay, that's we can put that in there, but yeah. we don't want to mess with our game. Yeah. And is there a WB executive who's saying, "No, no, no. We we want you to tweak this a little bit, make the grind, make make the game a little bit more grindy." Yeah. yeah. That is a possibility. That's that's the fear. That I won't like. Um, my my hopes is that they balance it out. So doing these type of loot boxes will give you you know a little boost every now and then, but it's not game breaking. For instance, right. if you're playing but Demon Souls and you got and you could pay to have five thousand souls. Yeah. in the game. Well, that's going to be really great at first, and yeah. then it's not going to help your level, but it may help you get some you know, some more grass and some more arrows, yeah. where you're like, okay, this helps a little bit, but it's not going to break the game once I get to level 15, 20, yeah. or whatever. Um, so, it'll, it'll, a lot of it will depend on, on how random this stuff is, and plus the thing is that you're, what you're buying is actually loot boxes, so you're paying for random, Yes. and no. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, like... If, if I was going to get 5,000 souls, if I was going to get 100 to 10,000 souls, yes. no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not paying for that. that. You're yeah. gambling at that point. I think if they if they make sure that you at least get one rare of whatever commodity, I don't even know what's in the boxes yet, but if they... Uh, it's legendary uh, armor okay. and cosmetics and then uh, like stuff for the, the orc defense things. Okay. Like you can yeah. get... Because the, the, the captains are going to be the same... 
I'll, I'll talk about this once the game yeah. comes out. Like, there, there's a bunch of stuff that's in there. Sure. Um, and then on the reverse side, uh, the previous Gran Turismo game, Gran Turismo 6, had microtransactions. And a lot of people went, eh, we're not really about that. Maybe <laughs> don't? I don't think it works. Yeah. I mean, for, and, for that. Yeah. And so it's... So the next Gran Turismo game, uh, Gran Turismo Sport, um, is coming out, and it's it's not going to have that. You're just going to grind out and get the games, which, or get the cars. Get the cars, yeah. Which which I think I think is good. I think that there's certain games that, like with with that game, you need to get better. You need to progress. You need to neither upgrade your car, or get better cars. Yeah, part and, of that is it helps in the learning curve. Yeah, and that's that's the thing I was going to mention is because like if you if you start and you go into one of the one of the higher end cars, you're just, just going to fly everywhere. Yes, and so being able to to slowly graduate and as your skill progresses, mm -hmm. you get the more powerful cars yeah. that require a, a finer touch. Yeah. Also, there's not as much gameplay and there's no story in these kind of games. So you're there's taking that. you're taking half of the game away as opposed to speeding up a tedious task. Um, to get healing items or to grind out crafting materials, yeah. like there's there's a difference in that. You're literally taking out part of the gameplay, yeah. which I don't I don't agree with. Yeah. Uh, what but I if you want to make your own gameplay, yes, uh, Mega Maker is a, is a thing that we found out about, um, and so basically it's it's Mario Maker, but for Mega Man. And yes, yes, <laughs> please give me that because like they 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 have different rule sets mm -hmm. and you know. Who, who gets to come in and, and, and do all this stuff, and it just looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Because I, the, the, the original six, um, they, they released the, the, the second collection mm -hmm. set thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. But one through six. Yeah. Uh, one through six, and then the X series are, yeah. the, are the Mega Mans that I really love. And I, I like this also, like you mentioned about the balancing. You can specifically, if you have a specific... Mega Man that you prefer out of those uh, specific um, in regards to uh, physics and, and damage and whatever and, yeah. and sprites you can you can kind of balance it out based on that you can make your your favorite version of Mega Man was Mega Man X involved in this too or no it's no, just it's just, it's just, just a bit yeah it's just a bit that's what I thought but um, yeah you can if you don't like that the older graphics like that you can you know get a little bit a uh, little bit of an upgrade uh, I think more. I think this shows what Nintendo could be doing, or Capcom, I should say, could be doing at this point. Because this was yeah. on Switch. This and Mario Maker need to be on Switch. Absolutely. It, it, there are so many people who would who would play these. They need to be put on Switch, uh, and it shows that market. I'm just worried that this is going to take uh, the same type of, uh, of route that uh, AM2R did. Yeah. Um, I, I can see that, but the... the the AM2R guy, nice segue. Yep. The AM2R guy actually got uh, got hired recently. Yeah, and and that was really exciting. Uh, he's going to work on the the Ori sequel, yeah. which is Ori Ori and the Blind Forest was the first one. Correct. Ori and something, something wispy, something like that. Something wispy was was the second <laughs> one. But but I mean that is, that is a a platformy yeah. kind of exploration puzzle based yeah. thing. And so yeah, I'm I'm about that, and I like that idea. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I just worried. I mean, like, so worried about the Mega Man one. I'm very happy uh, uh, in regards to the AM2R developer because um, that shows that if someone has talent and they pour their heart into something, that the that way the internet works, yeah. <laughs> you can get yeah. noticed. Yeah, there, there are there are developers who are who are paying attention to stuff like that and are not jerks. Yeah. So far, 
like honestly, if if Capcom was doing things with Mega Man, <laughs> we wouldn't need this. No, we wouldn't. But we kind of do now. Yeah. And so if if Capcom, I don't think this will happen. But if Capcom came to the came to the people who were doing this and were like, hey, that's actually a really good idea. Can we just let you do that? <laughs> Yeah, and and like to to have that, like you said, to have that on Switch mm-hmm. would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I so think, I, I, I mean, give give them money. I mean, they they're doing work, and if the work is good, then throw money at it. Yeah, that's kind of how so, it should be. So right now, Mega Maker is a thing. Absolutely, go check it out. And if you if you can hook up a controller to your to your system, then do it. Play some Mega Man. <laughs> so the uh, speaking of retro stuff, uh, UFO fifty. Uh, was was announced slash um, has revealed. been announced for a while yeah. revealed yeah from uh, the Splunky uh, developer and well it's it's a collection of developers because it's it's oh, well, him okay. it's him the Downwell guy and like three other guys yeah. that that haven't moved their stuff because honestly if it's on if it's on PC yeah I vaguely know about it and it's when to, it, it's when it comes to consoles that's when I'm you know paying attention because that's that's where I can play it yeah you know, maybe someday I'll get a big beefy PC and I'll I'll play those games too but like. But yeah, so this is they they created a a storyline around a pretend developer who worked in the '80s, and they created 50 games. Yeah, and they're they're saying that, that these are going to be full games. And honestly, when you when you think about it, the amount of time that it would take to build mm-hmm. Castlevania, yeah. or the time that it would take to build Mega Man Two now, is so much shorter and easier than it used it's to shorter be. Shorter and build, yeah. And and on top Design of that, is a different story, but yeah. Right, but but the 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 ability to just oh, yeah. put everything in yeah. and and fewer restrictions on everything. They they've set up kind of their own restrictions, just like Shovel Knight's developer uh, Yacht Club did. In regards to color palette right. and, and, and things like that. Yeah. And so, but they're saying that that all fifty games are going to be like they they could be full length games oh, of that cool. time. That's really cool. And so yeah, I will absolutely <laughs> buy the crap out of this. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think it shows that people. Graphics aren't always king. Yeah, graphics aren't always king, and uh, I think I think that fake storyline is kind of cool in, in regards to that too. And I also I'm also looking forward to seeing because like uh, you you were talking about um, Mossmouth and and his ability to to create a a uh, system that you know made levels for him. Yes, I'm interested to see how well he can make levels. Oh, I, I am too. So I am too. I think yeah, we'll see. It, it's a different way of it's a different type of creativity. So. Absolutely, it, it could be great though. Speaking of create, creatively creating things, uh, dra- so Dragon Quest Builders Two is going to come out for PS4 and Switch, which I really love Dragon Quest uh, Builders, and I think I think it's cool having this on Switch. Um, playing on a Vita was great, uh, but to be able to play uh, to play this on Switch and PS4, I think is fantastic. I'm I'm interested in getting this for for the PS4 and and uh, maybe letting the girls play it. Also, underwater. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if this ever happened because my my game bugged out in a way that apparently nobody else's did, Mine and didn't. I I couldn't I couldn't complete the second quest of the second world, and so I, I just I just stopped there. Yeah, and that was a bummer because I was having a lot of fun, and I, I feel like that this could be, uh, you know, my first action RPG type thing. Yeah, and I think the girls could enjoy that. I think it would be 
you mean my first action RPG as in something that's a starter for kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant your first action RPG. I'm like, no, you've played, <laughs> Kevin, you've played, Literally, you played action RPGs. Yeah, a couple of them. <laughs> um, I think that it would be great for, for the girls to play this uh, as well because it teaches different principles, uh, similar yeah. to how Minecraft teaches principles in regards to building. Well, so. and it even and it even has aspects like you know corpse runs and stuff. Yeah. Like there 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 are penalties when you die, yeah. which is how video games most of the time work. It's kind of how they're supposed to be. Yeah. Speaking of penalties when you die, uh, Darkest mm. Dungeon. Yay! <laughs> Coming out to iPad, uh, which I I absolutely love. Kevin, you're still playing this game. I'm I'm playing it again. Yeah. Because uh, I I restarted when when they did the the Radiant Quest. Yes. Which which makes everything move a lot quicker. And going through it again, and so it's it's been available on on PC and on consoles yeah. and everything, and uh, yeah. So for this to come to the iPad is really exciting. They also teased mm -hmm. that it could be coming to Switch, and honestly, the this this because this is not about you know the 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 gameplay mechanics yeah. are not reliant on a controller. I think that this is a perfect port for, mm -hmm. for a touch screen. Oh, I think so. Because I mean, you, you touch the skills, it's, 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 it's about what's happening on the screen yeah. and you're, you're influencing it, your strategy, that's, that's removed from the actual mechanics. And so I, I think that this will work out really, really well. Highly recommended. I agree, especially in a way that platformers and those kind of things don't, yeah. don't translate. They only get money out of people who want nostalgia at that point. Basically. So, speaking of nostalgia, we got. Uh, uh, so, there was a uh, competition back in the day, the Nintendo World Championships. Yep. Uh, and it's back again. So, they brought this back a, a handful of times 2015, 2016, after, or sorry, 2015, now 2017. Um, and you'll be able to play the Nintendo World Championships just like back in the day. And you can see if you are a uh, superstar of the of the old school games and yeah. such. So the qualifiers are going to be at, at various locations. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, Dallas, LA, New York, Miami, maybe somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, check check and see if that's something that that you might be able to go. I also love that they kept the logo. I love because it because the the logo the logo is is really we are cool 30 years <laughs> ago and I, I, yeah. I like that because because they do have that history to draw on and yeah so if, if you've ever wanted to live the wizard the RPG in real life <laughs> this could be your chance you could do that I, I never got to I mean I played a Nintendo World Championship uh -huh. reproduction card um, but I played that like a year and a half two years ago I mean yeah. so I, I didn't get I, to play I it back played, in the day I played the the Blockbuster Donkey Kong Country collect okay. uh, yeah. collect bananas, and I was in the top ten nice. for for where I was living. So nice. I was proud of that, nice. which yeah. is not enough to get me anywhere. <laughs> but I was still proud of it. Yeah, um, something to be proud of though is Zelda, mm -hmm. and, and that's a really bad segue. But I love I love Zelda Breath <laughs> of the Wild, and uh, so they've introduced a new um, update to Zelda where if you use the Switch's news apps then you will get additional food uh, and other resources. Right, it's, it's kind the... of a weird thing because you, you have to click on, the, click on the news story about Zelda and then use that news story to launch the game, yes. Zelda. So it's, 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 it's kind of weird, but it's designed to, to make you think about the news as they're presenting it. And I can appreciate that. Um, and then the you know they, they they give you like an apple or meat or something it falls falls out of the sky like the like the treasure <laughs> chest did when those were set up as in game rewards yeah and so uh, so yeah the the breath of the wild 
clouded with a chance of meatballs crossover is a real thing basically I, and someone was saying in here you can like stack it up oh yeah like and do more like of cheese them. wheels I don't know no I meant like stack them as in like uh, like uh, some or they were they were trying to get it to and they it, it had some type of limit but they were trying to get it to launch the game pause it go back do it again over and over and over again and add more and more and more food um, apparently, I, I don't know if it worked. I was right. trying to find video of that though, and I may try to, I may try to get uh, video myself because that does sound funny. Um, in completely unrelated news though, and things that I don't find funny, uh, Valve uh, announced a uh, card game because everyone needs a customizable card game, a digital customizable card game now. Well, see, so you, you, and and he's being really nice because the way that Valve announced this was we're announcing a new game and people went <gasps> yes. as the internet does and they were like because it's a Dota collectible card yep. game and the internet went back to whatever it was doing before yeah, because no one cares <laughs> I mean like the the CCG has, has become a thing that's just like it seems like everybody's doing it I don't know if you're interested in in the card games that are coming out if you can tell the difference between them I, I tried out the Bethesda yep and I was like, yeah, this is uh, not Hearthstone, kind of seems like Hearthstone, kind of seems like Magic the... Yep, that's a card. Next. Yeah. And and so they, they've got that. Gwent is is the one that really stands out because that is that is a, a very different dynamic. It's very and different, it's, but it's so simple. Yeah. And and there's... There, I, like, it's... I, I, I understand that these are probably easy to make, cheap to produce yeah. or whatever, but... We don't. We don't need any more. We don't. We, we have. We have plenty. We don't. Yeah. Gwent. Gwent is the checkers of the customizable card games. Uh, I'm sorry. Like there's. Well, it's checkers with a little bit of, of like chaos to it, but like and pretty graphics. It's very. Yeah, but it's but it's so simple. The rules are so simple. The gameplay is so simple. Yeah. There aren't a lot of tricks. They have tricks, but your opponents get tricks too. So. It's not like it's a real trick. Yeah. Um, th there's not as much strategy in regards to it, and so I kind of, I'm sorry, I look down on it. I'm like, oh, you yeah. played that? Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Um, I, I did miss a segue, though, because we were talking about how well Darkest Dungeon will translate to iPad, mm -hmm. and Severed is coming to the Switch, and uh, as far as I know, this is, the, this is the first one that's only playable in handheld. And handheld on the Switch? Okay. And yeah, because because there, there would be no way to play this without the touchscreen. That makes sense. Um, I, I I really enjoyed this game. Uh, yeah. I, I bought it right when it came out on the on the uh, on the Vita. Yes. Yeah. And they they've put it in other places, and it's this game is really something special. Um, I I wish that they would give you full freedom of motion instead yeah. of having to uh, instead of having to scoot up a little bit at a time yeah. and, and go like that. Yeah. But that that does kind of give me nostalgia for like uh, for some of the mazes that we would have, like yeah. uh, you know, back in that, that Windows screensaver <laughs> with the with the everything. Yeah. Like there were games at that time that, like, was, that was like one room. Bard's tale. You yeah, move, Bard's tale. Move yeah. forward. Okay, you go up one square. Yeah. <laughs> like every single time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which um, is also available on Vita for five dollars. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Speaking of things that are available, Res, uh, what's it called? Res, Res Infinite, Infinite uh, is going to be coming out to a PC and Oculus. Is out. Is out? I yeah, thought it, I didn't available know it was now. already out. Okay, right, right now. now. <laughs> so you can get it right now uh, on Oculus uh, if you so feel to do so. Like, which I, I think is, I think it's a really cool VR because to me, um, it is so uh, 80s. It is so like, look how great these graphics are when, yeah. when it's very vector based. It's Lawnmower Man. 
is what it is, which yeah. I have no problem with. Yeah. I think it's I think it's really cool. It's a really cool design element uh, to, to do something like that. Yeah. Um, obviously, way more advanced than Lawnmower Man, but the idea being that vector base uh, and uh, a lot of negative space. Yeah. It's really cool. Also, I also love the the chaotic. Uh, the chaotic way because like I haven't I haven't had a chance to play it I've had a chance to watch gameplay yeah. in VR yeah. and it, it's it's just mind-blowing how wonderful that is what the thing that I'm really hoping happens yeah. and this will okay I will go on record and say that this is the thing that will that will uh, convince me to buy PlayStation VR okay is if Housemark makes a game for it I would buy a VR system to play Housemark yeah. games to me, I think that the the VR uh, for PlayStation. I think I'm I'm intrigued by the VR aspect of it, but I really like the fact that you can play games off the TV, mm -hmm. and that is kind of cool to me. Where um, you can really isolate yourself um, and and play a game like if it's a scary game or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you can you know pop that on, put some uh, headphones on, and completely immerse yourself in a game that doesn't even have to be VR. Yeah. And I think that is a, an aspect that would make me uh, possibly want to get it. Uh, speaking of possibly wanting to get things, uh, PlayStation 5.0 uh, update has, has come out. Yes. Uh, and the, the firmware update in, in regards to that, the, the biggest thing for this is going to allow for 1080p, 60 frames per second streaming, yep. which is why I'm buying one. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I'm going to be selling my PlayStation 4 and upgrading to, a, uh, to, the, to the Pro. To the Pro. Uh, I have a 2 terabyte hard drive, so i got to figure out how I'm going to swap that. Okay. Because I'm going to keep that hard drive. <laughs> yeah. So I got to figure yeah. out the best way to swap that, but uh, but I'll be upgrading. Um, there were other reasons. There are multiple reasons why I was wanting to. Uh, some of the developers are adding things like Neo uh, in regards to the gameplay. You can yeah. play 1080 1080p 60 frames. So the upgrades in regards to that, more developers taking advantage of that hardware, mm -hmm. um, I think is is really cool. Absolutely. So and, yeah. and this is a big reason because I can play all my PlayStation 4 games. You can play your PlayStation 4 games and stream them on Twitch and not be limited to 720 because both the Xbox One and the PlayStation both limit this because it's additional processing yeah. that the unit is doing. Yeah, It's not as simple as just send it out. There's additional processing involved <laughs> uh, to that. I was trying to explain yeah. that to my nephew and he, just, he was just like, why doesn't? It, why don't you just stream off your Switch? Yeah, just copy-paste. Come on, do it. Just, just do it. Come yeah. on. <laughs> um, so if you're if you're if you're into Overwatch and you've been enjoying, uh, I I tried Doomfist. Yeah, Doomfist is fun. I am terrible at him. Like really, <laughs> really bad at him. Uh, but one of the things that that has kind of separated uh, Overwatch from, from other titles that have come out in, in the first-person team-based shooter mm -hmm. stuff is that they didn't have a deathmatch. All that yeah. was objective-based or, you know, how, how are we going to do this? And Jeff Kaplan has come out. And just a brief aside, Jeff does all of these, yeah. like, one-shot yeah. monologue, just him on camera, no cuts, <laughs> no anything. Yeah. And and as someone who, who you know, has his own show... Sure. That's really hard and impressive. Yeah, he so, he does it in a in in a very concise manner. I mean, he's what is on on frame for uh, six minutes, but yeah. but the one shot, just being able to explain everything, not stumbling at all, uh, not stuttering, being very um, uh, terse with exactly how what he wants what he, what he wants to say is fantastic in a way that I don't. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's really it is really impressive. Okay, uh, so but me. but yeah. the the actual news out of yeah. it. Um, Deathmatch has never been a thing that they've been uh, that they've had. Yeah. And at the very beginning, they're like, no, 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 that's not what Overwatch is about. We're not, we're not doing that. We're, we are. Because everyone uh, has. And, and a quote from Jeff: "We would never do that to Overwatch." 
So as part of this update, he said, eh, never say never. We thought it might be fun now. Yeah. And and so uh, I, I really like the idea of um, of the team deathmatch, which is you're you're trying to get the be the first team to thirty kills. Yeah. Um, and so that that will include teamwork because you know, if, if it comes down to just straight deathmatch, that I can't do that. Not the gonna, reason that I like Overwatch is because <laughs> Is because I'm not good at these other ones, yeah. but team deathmatch and and having uh, Mercy's Res be mm. able to counteract and remove kills from the other team. Make, yeah. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. Yeah. You didn't do that to me. Yeah, it's it's it kind of reminds me of like whenever kids are playing tag and stuff like on the playground. Yeah, no, you you didn't kill me. <laughs> yeah, and so so that's a really exciting thing. I'm I'm definitely gonna jump in and. and you know, see what it's about, because because yeah. whenever whenever they roll new stuff out, I try to jump in and just see if it's something that could. They could bring me back full time into the game. Definitely. Uh, speaking of new things uh, coming out, Gearbox announced a new game as well. Yeah, uh, and it, I will not be playing that one because it's one v one shooter. It's a one v one competitive shooter, multiplayer shooter with a card game element. With, with a card game element. So this is ridiculously early on. I don't know exactly what they're working on with this, but yeah, I I I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like. I you're like allowed they've... to. You're allowed to feel ambivalent. That's fine. Yeah. Well, and that's what we. That I think that's what we feel right now. It's, I think it's just. Yeah. Eh, well, that's a thing. Yeah. Well, Battleborn came out, and it came out around the same time as Overwatch. Yeah. And the biggest problem with Battleborn is not that it's a bad game. It's an okay game. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it could have been a lot better, but it was overshadowed by Overwatch. Yeah. And I think that the way that they looked at that was, well, we need to do something similar. Mm -hmm. But but different, yeah. And their their idea was let's do one v one, which I think is too limiting. It's way too limiting. I mean, yeah. having that option involved in games I think is great. Like in regards to Rocket League, you can do a one v one match. You can do a two v two. I mean, Overwatch, you can do a one v one. Exactly. And there's like three different kinds of one v ones. Yeah. yeah. And I think that to me, so far it feels very limiting. Uh, unless the I have to see how they're implementing this customizable card game aspect of it because car, customizable card games are very one v one. Yeah. So maybe that is how um, they're gonna. Con <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna balance bring something out. Something new. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. How, we'll see how they bring it new on that. But it is very different. Speaking of customizable card games, though, uh, there is a new customizable card game uh, that uh, is being worked on that you play with a heart monitor. Yeah, and this this is this is really. This is just kind of my 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 weird news story of the week because I, yeah. I was doing that at one point. I was bringing up one weird news story, but this is really cool to me because uh, basically it monitors your it monitors your your pulse, your heart rate, and it it wants you to to stay calm yeah. while you're doing all these crazy <laughs> things, which I think is is kind of awesome. I think it's hilarious for people who who get very anxious in regards to playing games, playing Overcooked and some other games. Uh, you have yeah, certain I, players... I would not want to try to play Overcooked <laughs> with a heart monitor on. No, thank you. To me, I get I, I don't get worked up, but like I get a little worked up, but I don't freak out. Like Whitney yeah. and a few other people that I've played with, they'll play like two games of it and they're like, I'm done. I can't I can't take that anymore. There's too much pressure. <laughs> I yeah. think I think that Dark Souls and retro games jaded me to the point where like if you die it's like, ah, oh, alright, let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. And and the the thing about that is you can't panic. And and I would I would I would be interested like I don't necessarily want it to kill me mm -hmm. if I don't do it successfully, yeah. but I would be interested in knowing what my what my 
pulse rate is sure. and, and how my body's reacting to these different yeah, things. Yeah, I, I think that's important as well because I think the, the other aspect of it, just like in regards to, to alcohol and alcohol consumption, which mm-hmm. a lot of people don't go into this when they talk about like uh, how much alcohol can be consumed, how your body processes it, and how, uh, how drunk you can get and the effects of it depending right. on your body. Um, another aspect that they're diving into recently is, okay, but personality-wise, how it's not an overt like I'm gonna mask this and pretend that I'm not drunk or pretend that I'm not scared playing a video game like yeah. this or an- anxious. There, there is a level so, where where your your higher functions in your brain are actually still maintaining. Yeah, yeah. and and you won't realize physiological aspect of what's going on to your body because yeah. you have a mind body connection, but some people don't realize that's actually happening to them um, because this is. Uh, because the the way that the brain works and and in regards to uh, emotion and stimuli is so like we're so in the infancies of understanding that yeah. that that some people may you may be like oh wow he he's always calm and collected and he's playing this game and and inside his heart rate's just as bad and he doesn't even realize yeah so that that could be something as well that's that could be taking effect I'm curious about that myself. Yeah, and the the difficulties in testing that I think is the biggest uh, impediment yeah. to to advancing in those fields. Yeah. Um, and like if you were tra- like if you were say trying to cross a border, mm-hmm. there might be other impediments like sure. the person who's taking your papers. Yes. Which is not a segue at all. Not at all. But papers, please, is a game. Oh, yeah, and, that's a thing. And uh, going to be a short film. Yes. Uh, so. And it look it. Okay. If, if if more games with with a concept like that and take were to turn into short films, yes, uh, because there was a there was a Portal short film mm-hmm. that was that was really excellent and and kind of encompassed a lot of the the concepts, a lot of the feelings that were yeah. in there. Um, I really like this idea. I, and, I do too. I think I'm, that I'm absolutely gonna watch it. I think certain games like that can can translate their their ideas very well. And it's a different medium, but you can translate um, these these emotions and, and what it feels like, especially with Papers, Please being an um, uh, interesting game and an interesting subject. Yeah. Um, I think having it, giving it to more people to understand, uh, I think, is important. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of people who, like people who don't play games, but to be able to still have that discussion of, of the, the concepts and the, the ideas behind Papers, Please yeah. and, and the, the difficulty therein. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah. Speaking of difficult things, uh, Xbox games uh, are cha- they're changing the way that the achievements work in regards to Xbox. Adding on to it. Adding on to it, yeah. And um, I've never been someone who who chases um, who chases like trophies and achievements. Yeah. So if I have them, I have them. Um, there, there's been a couple of games where I've, where I've aimed for a platinum or just checked to see you know what what else do I need to do. Sure. Like a lot of times when I beat a game, I'll be like. What else can I do? Yeah. Or you know, I've I've gone through a lot of the story. I check the trophy list and be like, okay, what are some other interesting things that I could do? And I, I feel like the developers can use achievements and trophies to to push you to try something different in your game. Yeah. Um, this this seems much more to to address the people who are going to play the games, how they're going to play games, and and focus on recognizing people who play games not for trophies or achievements, and I, I and a smaller selection of games. People who yes. only play a handful of games per year. Right, but they, they bore down into those. Yeah, so if someone who, what they have been playing for the past couple of years has been Destiny, mm-hmm. or someone who 
uh, plays um, uh, Madden, uh, Call of Duty, and that's all they play. Yeah. So if if there was somebody who play who bought Call of, Call of Duty and Madden every year. Yeah. And uh, they just did. You know those two games, but they they went hardcore into them and got a thousand gamer score every year. Yeah. You know, at the end of that, they've got like fourteen thousand, which is not that it's, not that it's high. Not, it's not that much, even though they put in as many hours as other gamers yeah. uh, to it. So I think that's I think it's cool that they're they're um, rec- showing that recognition because these people have put in work on these games, and uh, up until now, uh, in regards to how many trophies or how many achieve how your achievement score has, it's specifically. Uh, related to how many games are you playing? Yeah. How many different games are you playing? Yeah. Not, not are you a gamer? Right. And and my only question about this is people who people who have decided to do this, do they care? So I don't think I, I <laughs> like, think that I don't think that they care about the height of their score. I think that they care about the achievement within the game, the specific game, because most of these people are not. I would not consider them casual gamers. I would, oh, consider, no. I would consider it a different type of gaming where they like a specific subset of gaming, yeah. um, like we mentioned Call of Duty and Madden, because a lot of those players play those games every year and they don't branch out a lot. Or maybe they play Madden and they also play. Um, uh, the, one of the like MLB game or something to yeah. that effect, but they may play four games out of the year, and they don't really care about the RPGs. And I think that I don't think that they'll care about the higher score. I think what they care about is getting more points in a game, and specific to their game. I think it'll also be. I think it also could be used really well to to encourage people to compare themselves to other people who game like them. Yeah. And you know that's that can be kind of a competition. Like the the guy who had the the highest Xbox achievement score for like years, yeah, got married and lost that over the weekend, like a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah, and I I thought that was kind of funny. But um, I mean that's I'll take the points in real life. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm but, fine uh, with that. But my 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 biggest question on that was when did he find time to date? Um, she's got to be a gamer, or or she um. She doesn't mind hanging out and watching. I don't know, maybe, but I mean, but yeah. So, so uh, you know, if you're watching, reach out to me and let's let's chat. Let's talk about how you how you balance dating and real life things in regards yeah. to that as well. Because I mean, I can't even do that. <laughs> it's hard balance. Yeah. Balance is is I, I still maintain that balancing is one of the hardest uh, things you you have to deal with in real life. Yeah, it is. We love the Jackbox games. Yes, we do. We we love them so much. And and uh, when the when the first Jackbox games came out, and it was like, hey, play games on your phone. I was yeah. like, okay, that's that's weird. <laughs> I but I but it. I tried it. But yeah. I tried it, and it's wonderful. Yeah. And, they, and and like I don't like all the games that they put on there, mm-hmm. but consistently every every pack has something special in yeah. it. Um, and so uh, Jackbox Party Four is coming this fall, and it's also coming to Switch. Yes, Very which. Happy. Is awesome. Yeah, and and like I, I just want more people to be able to play this yeah. because it's a really fun thing to be able to like, hey, everybody, grab your phones. Let's let's ask and answer questions about we, stuff. We played it for I think three hours during Chris's bachelor party. Yeah, because we were gonna play. We we're gonna play. I felt felt bad because we were gonna play uh, the Firefly board game and a couple other things, mm-hmm. and we started playing Jackbox partially to get people. End up like all involved yeah. because we have uh, a, a bunch of people who um, play games a lot together, and then Manny Amarello, 
who was mm -hmm. there, who were there, and they don't play a lot of games. They play some retro games. Yeah, they have played retro games. You know, like Street Fighter Two. Yeah. Like okay, but we bring out the board game, and there, and you could tell there were like it was seemed like a daunting task to them. Yeah. So we're like, all right, well, let's play some Jackbox for a little bit. Yeah, because. It's very, very low barrier to entry, very easy. Everybody gets to have fun. Yeah, and we played that for three hours. Then we played um, uh, uh, some other games. We didn't end up getting to play Fire, the Firefly board game, so we'll be playing that uh, later on, Chris, I promise. The Firefly board game is and John. Fun. Yeah, because John wanted to play that. I liked it, too, and I think yeah. John, the four of us played it last time. Last time I played it, yeah, yeah. which I really liked. Um, uh, speaking of things that I really like that are that are kind of old school like board games, uh, Cuphead's finally got a, re a release. Yeah, which I'm I've, I have to bring up every now and then with Whitney to to remind her, oh, this thing's coming out. This thing's coming out because yeah. uh, she uh, seeing the animation, seeing the very Mary Melodies like look to the to the cartoon to the characters, which uh, like really sold it to her, and seeing the yeah. the, um, the the enemies and the the ridiculous little dances that they do, which you know that they did in those old, like Merry Melodies and and um, uh, Popeye and, and mm -hmm. very repetitive dancing like this, you can get yep. away with that for two minutes. Yep. Yeah. And you know if it's trying to attack you, it's 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 less annoying and it's I mean you you see the pattern and yep. and I, I don't know why no one ever thought of this, but like they have taken it and just elevated it yep. to the to the utmost. Yeah. And I'm I. Cannot wait to play this, and that'll be coming out September 29th. Um, yes. So I'm I'm happy about that because um, it's a game that's been in development. We we heard about this what two and a half years ago? Was it two years ago? At least. Yeah. So we we've heard about it for a while. We've been waiting for it for a while, which can be uh, kind of backfire. It can be a detriment because some people may forget about it. I'm hoping um, that it lives up to the hype. Uh, that I've hyped it at least. Speaking of hype, yeah. though, uh, No Man's Sky had a recent uh, recent update uh, from the developer, which is adding uh, more and more, um, uh, you know, to the gameplay. You're able to, um, you know, they're higher res uh, higher resolution, new biomes. They're also able to find wrecked freighters on um, uh, on planets and then salvage those because it's, you know it's like a derelict or you know uh, spacecraft. You can go in. And salvage out of it, and I don't think rescuing is part of that because that always ends up in a bad way in, in space games. <laughs> but you can also end up running into uh, other players, which yeah, is the which first is, time you're able to do this. And that was something that they that they had talked about as a possibility, but then it, it just never showed up. Well, it turned out it actually wasn't in the game, and they just yeah. said it was in the game. So now you'll be able to, to run into them. It also has uh, space battle, uh, space battles as well, which um, I haven't seen how. Um, how exactly those work, um, but I think that's I think that's cool. Also, the terrain manipulation here, which is which is really cool. If you want to build out a bridge and you want it to be specifically uh, on uh, made of dirt, or if you want to manipulate a little mountain that bothers you because you're building into something right. and you like something there, there's the crash freighters as well. Which I think I think it's really cool. This may get me to uh, to pick up the game and try it out now that there's actually more to do so yeah i would encourage you guys if you have no man's sky go check it out and let us know a lot of this stuff looks really great yeah. um uh, it's like a lot of really good additions to the game um that if it came out this way day one everyone would have just loved it yeah
So there's a lot of uh, stories that come out every single week. We try to compile those and give those to you in a news topic, but sometimes we want to talk a little bit more in depth on a specific news story. Uh, it's kind of like the 60 minutes you know, aspect of gaming news. And I think we're about at the 60 minutes level of journalism. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about, uh, about Hellblade, uh, Senua's Sacrifice, because uh, if you aren't familiar with the game, uh, this is a uh, quasi... Uh, it's not an indie game, but it's like a, it's a triple A indie game, if you it's, will. Well, it's, it's an independent developer. The way the way that the way that uh, Ninja Theory uh, put it out is they said that it's a double A. Yeah, which sure. which is a is a market that kind of vanished for yeah. a while. But if this is like uh, a lot of polish, but uh, you know independent digital release. Yes. And so yeah, that's that's something that kind of went away for a while mm -hmm. and. And for uh, this could be a way for it to come back. They said the gameplay budget, is thirty bucks, not bad. And and they said that the the gameplay is about six to eight hours. Yeah. But it's 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 a gorgeous game, and a lot of the things that they did with it are, are really interesting. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about that. Well, one of the um, I want to talk about two things. One uh, is uh, the the permadeath discussion, mm -hmm. uh, and the the other thing I want to talk about is is um, a certain reviewer who once started the game. Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about the permadeath. So when they first talked about uh, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, the idea, or they they mentioned uh, that in the game, if you die too many times, well, this this is actually succumb. something is this is actually something that pops up in the game yes. as a warning. Like when you whenever you start the game, it it'll it'll put up on the screen and it'll be like, look, don't die too many times. Yeah. Her her madness will consume her. We're gonna delete your save game. Yeah, and like you, you, the the tendrils of black whatever it is uh, are crawling up her arm, and which may or may not be happening because she's not entirely right in the head. Exactly, and that's that's the thing that makes me the most excited about it. Yeah, but the fact that they the fact that they say that in game mm -hmm. made a lot of people go. Some of us, myself included, mm -hmm. went, okay. That's I've never seen that that's before. Very challenging. Yeah, and 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 the the idea of having that kind of pressure on mm -hmm. me to to perform to succeed yeah. in that way was was really an interesting idea, but uh, several several outlets, uh, uh, Eurogamer and Destructoid in particular, mm -hmm. kind of dove down into that, and they're like, okay, well then let's die a bunch of times so many, that we can tell happens? people. Yeah, so we can tell people, you know, how many times do you have to die? Because we gamers, we love numbers. Yeah. How many times do we have to die? Like, is it all on a specific level? Is it cumulative over the course of the entire game? Right. Also, does that, uh, the black goo stuff that's on her arm, does that uh, increase yeah. the more times you die? Because it was kind of hinted at that that was tied to Yeah, that. and like whenever whenever she respawns, like, she'll, she'll look at her arm in a horrified fashion and everything. And uh, neither of these teams were able to, to replicate it. They said they died like 50 times in a row in the same area, and it, it never actually deleted. Um, I don't. So, I've not seen anyone say that. I've seen people. I haven't seen proof yet. I've seen people who have played the game multiple times. I've seen people who said that they were horrible at the game and they still got through it. Yeah. Like they're they're not um, they're not uh, talented gamers, avid gamers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so they died a lot in getting through it, and it didn't matter. And I think that. This is a little different than the No Man's Sky false advertising. It is similar but it is a little different. So No Man's Sky basically said, we have all these aspects of the game and then gave you two or three of them. And this one is saying, there's an aspect to the game that, that um, to, to almost scare you and yeah. play with the meta, play with the, the, the player 
because th that's the way I viewed it was she's she is going through this psychosis she is under this pressure mm -hmm. of things that may or may not exist and, and now you are under the pressure of something that may or may not exist yeah. being connect you connect you deeper to the player I and think that's what they're trying to go with but the problem is that now the it, internet the internet Gaff and reddit exist basically <laughs> so so people who are playing it and the way that the game could kind of get into your head and go oh like my my gameplay matters what i'm doing matters and the game knows what i'm doing very very psychomantis where you know the the game is keeping track of the player not just the character and i think that um i think that it could have been an interesting psychological like um and I think thing. I've okay. So this this is something that has been debunked. I still think for the majority of people who play this game, it will probably be a, a something that does actually affect them in game. Sure. And so uh, some people aren't going to. I mean, a lot of people aren't going to go and look up. Some people will. Right. But I'd say the majority of people who play the game um, will play it. I also think the majority of people in the game are not going to play it now. They'll play. It'll be something that slowly rolls out as people say they really liked it. Yeah. So you'll have someone four, five, six months from now who starts to play the game, and it pops up, and they go, "Oh, uh, what? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll try it. I don't know how to feel about this." Or if you're if you're my wife, you go, "Nope, <laughs> I'm not playing this." Yeah. Uh, um, so I think I think that it's interesting, but I don't think it's something you can do nowadays. You yeah. Know, it's. Um, and that that is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so let us know in the comments uh, how how you think this was handled. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the one of the other things I actually thought about was was Spec Ops, mm -hmm. because uh, the loading screens in particular s blurs the line between yeah. talking to you, the player, and yeah. talking to the character. Like some of the lines uh, of, of of dialogue and the loading screen mm -hmm. uh, little sayings yeah. are are actually talking to the player, and so I, I feel like that this is an attempt by by Ninja Theory to to reach out and be like, hey. What is this thing? How do you feel about this? Yeah. How do you how do you think you should feel about this? And I think I think that's that's a cool aspect to the game. I think it's something that uh, a lot of people are missing that aspect of it. Um, and I think that um, I, I'm hoping that it won't get a lot of bad publicity due to that because it is a very good game from what I've heard. Everyone that I've yeah. heard play it uh, have. have uh, had a lot of great things to say about it, and at thirty dollars, that's not a bad price tag for that either. Yeah. Um, for for eight hours of very good story, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jim Sterling, who uh, is a very big uh, YouTube uh, reviewer, very big independent YouTube reviewer, uh, got the um, got the copy of the game early and played the uh, played the game, and ran into a bug that I haven't heard anybody else run into yet. Mm -hmm. And the bug was a specific hallway, a specific cave, where you have to light torches. Yeah. He, lit, he was lighting torches, he missed a torch, continued to light torches, and it auto-saved where he couldn't go further back. He also couldn't go further forward and, be, and go further in the game. Because he hadn't lit all the torches. Because he hadn't lit all the torches. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, he rage-quit the game, one-starred it to his official review, because he's an independent reviewer, but he is a yeah. reviewer that is that is within Metacritic and others, and their average score like dropped significantly when that happened. And I will, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about that, but um, I think that uh, I think you have kind of similar uh, similar stories where you'll play a game, mm -hmm. and if you have a game-breaking bug, that takes you out of the game to the point where you're like, I can't, yeah, I I can't 
personally play the game. Um, I think that uh, you know she mentioned Dragon Dragon Quest builders. Yeah. Uh, you had a bug where you couldn't get past a certain point and you didn't play it anymore. Yeah. Right? No, I went I went back to you the very back, beginning of the uh, game because I, I was really enjoying the game. Yeah. And I I continued and I got to that point again and it it it, it, did it fouled again. up again yeah. and. Yeah. I was really frustrated with that, but I also went on and I, I looked at other people's review and when I when I did my mini review and I was yeah. talking about this, I said, this is a thing that happened to me and it's a real bummer because I enjoyed so much of the yeah. rest of this. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be un, it doesn't seem to be a common thing. Yeah. See if this happens. Yeah. Uh, Jim Sterling does not okay, we we don't have the the quantity of plays to sure. figure out, you know, how off, how easy is this, how Often is this going to happen? Things like this, I um, especially when you have to put out a review in a short amount of time. I mean, if you if you're given a couple days uh, advanced copy of it, you need to play the game, or maybe let's say you're given a week, you have to play the game, write up your review, and then record the review to be released. Yeah, um, I will give Jim this credit though. He did that, and then two hours later, realized what he did after he released the video. Two hours later, realized, you know, that was that was not right of me in regards to the game, okay. in regards to the developers, in regards to how Metacritic feels. He retracted his review from Metacritic, which brought their score back up to where it should have been. Right. He was doing this at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> on, a, on a Monday or Tuesday. He, he retracted okay. it and said, you know what? Um, I rate, I, this, was, this was out of anger. Um, it irritated me. And, uh, you know, and he, I think that... I respected him for doing that. Um, I would like to, because everything else that he said about the game, he really, really liked. Yeah. He really enjoyed it, and he plays a lot of crappy games. So playing uh, the full spectrum of them, he agreed that like you know, a thirty dollars price tag, these graphics, he was going to give it like an eight. And for Jim, that's a pretty good score because he's he's very rough yeah, on he games. Yeah, he's critical. So uh, I will say I, I'm glad that he retracted the score and realized, you know what? This is part of this is me. Part of this is a bug that may, maybe other people haven't haven't dealt with. Yeah. Um, and he is one who he does not forgive when a game comes out early and does not work properly. When it, you know if, if a game comes out a launch day and you can't and actually it play it, yeah. then he's like, okay, that's unforgivable. But in this case, he he thought, okay, well, maybe this is this is uh, something specific to what I did. And so far, I haven't seen other people doing it. So I will I will say. Um, as much as a knee-jerk reaction that was uh, for him to do it, I like how mature he was to say, you know, that wasn't right for me to do that. Yeah. So let us know in the comments uh, what you think about uh, Hellblade, what you think about this that controversy in regards to permadeath, and what you think about Jim Sterling, and if you think that uh, he's just a, a giant blob of anger, uh, put it in the comments because he'll laugh at that too. And also, speaking of games that come out with bugs that may or may not get fixed, tell us what you think about Bethesda games. <laughs> yes. He plays them. I, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think I... Yeah. Anyway, let us know in the comments what you think. We'll, see you later, we'll talk guys. to you next week.